Hello and welcome to the Make an Impact podcast with me, Heidi Fisher. It's too complicated to measure our impact. We don't have the resources. Nobody cares. We can't afford it. Yes, you can and yes, you must. And in the Make an Impact podcast, Heidi Fisher explores how organisations put impact at the heart of what they do and how you can too. And our values are to help the world run better and improve people's lives. Frank Omari is a senior director within the Global Value Advisory Team at SAP. And sustainability and social enterprise are central, not only to Frank's role, but to how SAP does business, as he tells Heidi in this episode. Frank also talks not only about how SAP measures its own impact, but how it helps its customers and its suppliers to measure and increase theirs too. Hi, Frank. I'm so pleased to have you on my podcast today. Frank is from SAP. Frank, do you want to tell us a little bit about your role and what you do at SAP, please? Yes, certainly. Thank you very much, Heidi. So, everybody, Frank Omari, I'm a senior director within the Global Value Advisory Team in SAP. Uh, my role is to work with customers to help them to understand the value that they will get from making an investment in our solutions, which are designed to solve critical business problems and to transform their business. More specifically, my role is focused on sustainability. So how can technology enable organizations to achieve their sustainability-related goals? So in my own mind, I always thought of SAP as just a a software and and technology um, company. But you're there, you're you're mentioning about sustainability, and I, I know you've also got an interest in social enterprises. So how... How have you, how did the two link? Yes, okay. So um, you're right, SAP is a software company uh, and I don't make any apologies for that. But we have it embedded uh, in our DNA, our values. And our values are to help the world run better and improve people's lives. And that's what our technology is all about. It's about helping organizations to run smoothly or more efficiently, but also using technology as a force for good. So how can technology enable our customers to have positive impacts on society and the environment? And that brings brings us nicely and neatly to the work with social enterprises. Uh, Part of our portfolio of solutions includes um, the Ariba Network, uh, which is the largest global trading platform of its kind. There's roughly $3 trillion of spend that goes through the platform, and there's circa 4 million organizations that are transacting on that platform across 190 countries. So it's, very, it's fast, and that platform and the other SAP technologies can be used as a force for good to connect corporate organizations with social enterprises that enables corporates to fulfill their own objectives in terms of supporting local communities uh, supporting diverse suppliers minority-owned businesses social enterprises and it also enables um, social enterprises the minority-owned businesses that i've mentioned to find uh, uh, find work and connect with corporate organizations so it kind of opens um, 
the door for a world of opportunities for both corporate buyers and social enterprises. Mm, I, I like the fact that the numbers are so big in there. It's one of, one of my things is about adding zeros onto numbers and and really um, having a, a huge impact with social enterprises. Um, you talked there about um, minority-owned businesses and social enterprises being able to be part of the, the corporate supply chain. How does that work practically? Do they go on, register on the platform? Do they have to be an SAP customer as well? How do, how do corporates get to know that these social enterprises exist? Yeah, okay. So if you think about how social enterprises uh, are set up and how and, and their current business model. So social enterprises are, as you know, Heidi, created out of a need, a need to do to drive a social impact whether it's in terms of um, supporting minority-owned businesses, uh, um, supporting disadvantaged people, providing employment opportunities for disadvantaged people or autistic people, disabled people, um, or, um, you know, mothers returning to work, or in some parts of the world, indigenous um, people who are really looking for enterprise opportunities to lift themselves out of poverty and have some meaningful work. These organizations are all set up uh, and they have the infrastructure, they have the, they have the desire, they have the vision, the passion to succeed. But a lot of it in terms of their growth is restricted in terms of accessibility to uh, big corporate organizations around the world. So what technology does within SAP does is it allows these uh, social enterprise type businesses to connect with the corporate organizations using technology. Uh, so that technology enables them to scale their operations and to grow. So it can be a, something as simple as registering on the network, Heidi, but we know that's not enough. Uh, we need to, The network allows social enterprises to be promoted so that people are made aware of them. And the whole idea of this is that if a corporate organization is looking to do some work with a social enterprise, whatever category of spend it might be, whether it's for soft services uh, related to facilities management or office equipment or stationery or anything like that, they can actually um, use the search functionality within the Ariba network, find, discover those social enterprise type organizations. And because the, uh, social enterprises typically go for the certification process, once that certification has been validated, the corporates are comfortable working with a social enterprise, knowing that they are certified, somebody somewhere has approved them, they're a credible organization. And more importantly, they are corporate ready. In other words, they have the infrastructure to provide products and services to corporate organizations to the correct quality and, and lead times. If that's not enough, that uh, we have technology within SAP, which, as part of the procurement process, directs users in the organization to preferred suppliers, whether they are social enterprise type organizations or minority owned businesses. So there actually, there's actually automated workflows so that when you actually log on to request, to put a request in to buy a particular product or service, highlighted on the screen is a social enterprise who you are encouraged to use. So that's another way of uh, promoting social enterprises within corporate organizations using technology. 
it, it sounds quite easy to me. I'm, I'm like, why, why are more social enterprises not doing this? Well, um, that is part of uh, the awareness uh, within organisations. So, for example, if you look at the Bisocial Corporate Challenge in the UK, which has been running for a few years, not all corporate organisations are aware of this. And, so, and on the flip side, not all social enterprises are aware of the fact that there are technology platforms they can actually use and leverage uh, to scale their operations and to flourish and growth. So a lot of it is around awareness. Uh, and that really is one of the reasons why SAP is proud to sponsor the Social, social Enterprise World Forum, because um, it's all about us using our brand uh, to promote the social enterprise model across the world. And we have a number of sponsorships across the world and partnerships with social enterprise type organizations. For example, Social Enterprise UK, who we are not only a sponsor, but also we are the technology partner for Social Enterprise UK. Obviously, yeah, we, we met at um, the Social Enterprise World Forum. So I do remember that SAP sponsored that event and it was a fabulous event in Ethiopia in October. One of the things that you, you touched on earlier was about um, SAP's purpose and that um, the idea around um, improving people's lives is something that's, that's the basis of why SAP exists. Just tell me a little bit about the, the commitment at a senior level in terms of um, social enterprise and sustainability within SAP. Yes, um, our commitment comes right from the top uh, in terms of um, diversity inclusion in our workforce, um, leveling the playing field for everybody and creating a vibrant, innovative working culture where people from different backgrounds, uh, genders, uh, ethnicity have the opportunity to flourish. And we, were, and, we wanted, and we take that into our work with customers. And at, so the support that for social enterprises comes right from the top, from the chief executive. But the key sponsor on the, on the board is our, is our head of global customer operations, Adair Fox Martin. Uh, and Adair Fox Martin uh, has been uh, a really strong advocate of the work we're doing with social enterprises. Um, she uh, gave a speech at the Social Enterprise UK uh, anniversary event at Westminster um, last year. She sponsored an award uh, on behalf of SAP at the Social Enterprise Awards uh, in December in London and is an avid campaigner of the work we're doing, travels around the world, talks to organizations, promotes not only SAP's involvement with social enterprises, but really tries to get people to understand the benefits of working with social enterprises and really believes that the future of business will really involve working with social enterprises. As, as you know, my belief around um, the future of business is that there will be social enterprises. Well, that will be great uh, because the, the first step is for social enterprises to be integrated into the supply chain of corporate organizations worldwide. We want to see more social enterprises. We want to see social enterprises flourish and grow in size. And we want the social enterprise model to be the norm. So it's um, everything begins with the first step. And I believe mm -hmm. the steps are being taken. And I'm very encouraged to see the growth of social enterprises in SAP's own supply chain. So we are actually walking the talk ourselves, as well as using technology to enable our customers 
to connect with social enterprises. It's funny you mentioned that because that was going to be my next question. Because uh, we've, we've talked about um, corporates and how you're supporting them to get social enterprises into their supply chain. My next question was going to be what what is SAP doing about getting social enterprises in their supply chain? But you said we're doing it. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, we're, we're, that's right. So we're walking the talk. We are part of the Bisocial Corporate Challenge in the UK, and it's interesting that out of the fifteen organizations who are part of this bisocial corporate challenge nine out of the 15 are actually sap customers that shows you that a major proportion of social enterprises are doing work uh, as part of the bisocial corporate challenge with sap customers what that means is that those customers can have access to technology from sap to connect electronically with the social enterprises so it's not just a question of doing work with social enterprises. It's doing work with social enterprises, which creates efficiencies. It improves lead times for goods and services being ordered electronically using the network. And it creates win-win dynamics for those SAP customers, as well as for the social enterprises. So there's only six more on that list to, to convert to SAP customers then? That's right. And our... <laughs> uh, our our quest is to be the uh, the not only the best but also the largest software producer manufacturer in the world. Um, we are certainly uh, one of the largest cloud companies worldwide, and we have some very strong, uh, ambitious growth plans over the next few years. So, uh, yeah, watch this space. So I'm going to move away slightly from the procurement and buying stuff to to ask you around um, measuring impact and what SAP does around measuring its own impact. What, what, have you, what do you currently do? What, what, what's your process? Is it, um, I think, um, if I'm right, you, you connect to the sustainable development goals? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, again, going back to SAP, uh, walking the talk, um, we, are, we support the, the 17 uh, UN SDGs. Uh, and we have a, a report which is made public every year about our commitment uh, and what we are uh, achieving with respect to those, uh, with respect to the SDG framework. Um, so that is actually embedded in our annual report. So you'll find something there around our commitment uh, and the work we're doing specifically across across those 17 goals. So um, we're part of. So we're committed to that framework. We believe um, that it's a, a really good global, universally accepted framework. Embedded in there is this whole thing about care for the environment and human rights. Uh, and those things are really important to us. As I mentioned before, it's embedded in the DNA of SAP. So yes, uh, we do report uh, progress around sustainability using the, SG, uh, the, the UN SDG framework. And also, uh, we do separate reporting in terms of our carbon footprint and also in terms of social impact, social impact in terms of um, how we are touching the lives of, of millions of people across the world, which brings me on to another thing we've, we, we've, we launched last year. So last year, we launched an initiative called the One Billion Lives Initiative. And this is all about... It, um, innovative ideas, projects, um, working both internally in SAP and also with social enterprises where we are actually engaging as many 
people globally as we can and driving social impact through those people that our technologies uh, enable and how our technologies can actually, uh, actually improve in the quality of people's lives. I would encourage people listening to take a look at SAP's own uh, consolidated report, which includes uh, sustainability. Check out the work we're doing on the One Billion Lives initiative. You'll find that in the, on the SAP uh, website. And hopefully people will be encouraged, inspired to do the same in their own organizations. Mm. So just one billion, I should say to you. Only one billion, yes, which yeah. is not bad considering the fact we have about six billion people on the planet. So we're getting there. I know. I, it's more of a joke um, uh, with, with me always wanting to put extra zeros on things. So. <laughs> In terms of you measuring your impact as an organisation, you, you're doing quite a lot there. Does that then filter down into what you do with your customers? Do you use the same kind of systems with them or are you um, looking at how they measure their impact in a different way? Yeah, so there's, there's quite a few things we're doing internally. I mean, SAP uses its own technology platforms to enable uh, its, its sustainability programs to be effective. And that is you know, exemplified through our reporting where you can actually see some of the great work we're doing, which we hope as I mentioned, will inspire and encourage others. And our technology platforms uh, and solutions are all there uh, to help our customers. And as I mentioned before, my role is to help our customers uh, understand the additional value our solutions can bring in terms of helping them achieve their sustainability goals. So typically, whenever organizations invest in SAP solutions, it's normally to streamline their operations, simplify their business operating model, or, or at a tactical level, bring about some cost efficiencies and just transform their operations. Um, but what people don't know, uh, or, or, or should I say, what people are now starting to realize is that SAP can actually help organizations achieve their sustainability-related goals, whether it's through uh, reducing carbon footprint, whether it's through uh, being part of the circular economy and, and, and recycling, whether it's in terms of building supply diversity, uh, whether it's in terms of having transparency and uh, traceability across the supply chain uh, so that you can actually anticipate any incidents and take actions to correct those. Uh, so the whole thing about supply due diligence or risk mitigation, again, is part of our offering to customers, which, as I said, helps all these things compound to use technology as a force for good to help them achieve their purpose or sustainability-related goals. I like that. I like that um, there's the flexibilities there. Um, quite often, um, the, the solutions are of, of one size should fit all, but that it never really works that way. No, it doesn't. And it really depends, on, as I said, on the, 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 the organisation we're working with. Um, it depends on the sec industry sector. It depends on the um, uh, the region, the part of the world that, that they are operating in. So we know in some parts of the world, uh, modern slavery is top of mind for some uh, senior executives. And some or other organizations of other parts of the world, top of mind for executives, is climate change and global warming, for example. Frank, thank you so much. It's been really interesting to learn more about SAP's work. Is there anything that you've got lined up for this year that you want to share with the listeners? Yes. As part of um, SAP's drive 
to improve uh, the experience of our customers. One thing we are doing is taking a look at our portfolio of solutions uh, under the One SAP initiative uh, and try to make it easier for customers to work with SAP and have a more positive experience. So I would say watch watch this space because as part of that initiative, um, broader S, uh, broader sustainability, other sustainability solutions uh, within uh, SAP will all come together as one, so that we won't just be talking about specific things which SAP Ariba might do or SAP Fieldglass might do. Um, we're going to be talking about SAP in one as one voice and one solution provider in terms of providing technology uh, that helps organizations achieve their sustainability-related goals. And included in that will be exciting uh, products such as blockchain. That sounds interesting. Whenever anyone mentions blockchain, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, even though I've I've only got a vague idea of what it really is. (laughs) Yeah, and that's something which we will be doing this year in terms of this broad portfolio of solutions we have that nobody else has that can actually help organizations achieve their sustainability goals. So we want we, we want to be the number one solution provider for all these, for the breadth portfolio of solutions. We want to be a one-stop shop for our customers. We want to make it easier for them to do business with us, have a positive experience. And also, we want to demystify some of these digital technologies, whether it's machine learning, artificial intelligence, and your pet subject blockchain (laughs) it's it's not my pet subject yet but it might be later on in the year we'll see about that okay frank thank you so much it's been really delightful speaking to you today it's my pleasure thank you very much heidi for the opportunity you've been listening to the make an impact podcast with me heidi fisher if you've enjoyed the podcast why not leave a review or rating and if you'd like to be on the show then please get in touch via my website makeanimpactcic.co.uk Thank you for listening.